It's 5 o'clock. Actually, it's 5.01. And you're listening to KZMU Moab Community Radio. It's time for This Week in Moab, and I'm your host tonight, Christy Williams-Dunton. So happy about that. This moment, not quite March, still sort of February, you can you can feel the spring and the change in the air. Here at KZMU, it's been a season of change. And so uh, we have gathered board and staff members to the studio for this very special episode of This Week in Moab. It's been a year, this 31st on uh, KZMU Broadcast. It's been a lot to celebrate as well as to navigate a year of discovery and change. So we're going to hear a little state of the station today and share some of the stories with board and staff that have come from a season of recalibration and looking forward. So without further ado, let's say hello. We have a packed studio and uh, some people that I don't think get enough singing unsung people, both paid and unpaid. We've got the chair of the board. We've got Neil. Neil, say hi. Hello, hello. Neil Clark. And we've got Sam Van Witter. Say hi. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much. And there with her glimmering curls is none other than new board member Celia Alario. Celia, thanks for coming up today. Oh, it's such a pleasure to be here, Christy. So great. And then we've got the staff, the exalted staff, so glad to have. Uh, gosh, we've got three of them. We got Molly, we got Molly Marcello, Hi, and we have Emily, and we have Adam. Hey. Emily, thank you so Adam much. I'm here. Good to be with you. Emily Arnston, uh, news reporter, Adam Pecan, the uh, program and volunteer coordinator. And we even have a few words of introduction about and by KZMU's new interim general manager, Maqueda Barkley. And we'll get to that. Uh, but I think first what we're going to do is just go around the room a little bit uh, because it has been a uh, time of great transition. A lot of things happened in the last six months, maybe even less than that. Uh, a small but mighty staff running the community radio station and doing it in a way that only people that live in Moab can really do it, I think. Um, we'll let them talk about that, about how special it is to serve the community. It's been uh, 35 years as a nonprofit organization. It kind of blows my mind. In early January, KZMU Executive Director Barbara Rakost resigned. And before we go any further, we just want to say there were a lot of things that uh, happened in her tenure as the leader here. Some of them are really worth some big celebration, and uh, we want to thank her for her tenure here and helping with all of that. Uh, namely, 90.1 coming back online in a very strong way. Um, and also the expansion of the listening scope with 
a whole new point on the dial, 90.7. If you're listening somewhere south of Moab or maybe on the road, we want to thank you so much and welcome you to the uh, the listenership of KZMU um, that has a very strong desire to help connect, inform, as well as entertain and delight uh, in serving the community of this um, larger neighborhood. Uh, so since that departure, the Board of Trustees and the staff have been working collaborative, collaboratively uh, to recalibrate and set course for the next couple of years that will allow us to better fulfill the mission. And so here uh, we have some words to talk about that recalibration. We talk about it like, uh, oh, it happens all the time and in nonprofits it often does, but what's that like on the ground? Molly Marcello, I want you to pick up that mic right there and talk for a second about what it has been like to um, provide news on a daily basis uh, with this sort of changing context of uh, not just staff, but of maybe the time that radio's in right now. What is radio for? What do we do in the community? Wow, Christy, what a huge question. <laughs> I know. Well, just start My with goodness. how's it been for you? Let's wow. go. Let's start there. What's been the part for you that <laughs> has been the most to navigate? Oh, uh, the most to navigate, I would say, you know, I think all of us in this room are like, I'm happy to be here because we're now working collaboratively, as you said, on a strategic planning process um, within our budget where we can hopefully marry a vision to our actual financial outlook. And so I think the past few months um, for me and also Emily at the news department have been challenging um, because we always love to do vision work. And for a few months there, we didn't have necessarily an overall station vision that we knew of. And now we're working on the ground to actually make that happen. And news in this media landscape, my goodness, I think we've really relied a lot on our community radio partners who stretch out to Colorado. There are a couple stations in Utah and New Mexico um, and other areas in the Four Corners region. And like having um, partnerships with the Rocky Mountain Community Radio Coalition has been fantastic because we've leaned on them a lot for advice on how to navigate um, a rapidly changing media landscape. And then also Emily and I have gotten a lot closer as far as like dialing in like, well, what does KZME News mean to us? What does it mean to our community? And like, what should we be focusing on um, the next, you know, few months? So Emily, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, I think this has been a big time for us, a big transition for us. And maybe you've heard our voices on the air a little bit less frequently. Um, and that's just because it's been all hands on deck working on this strategic plan together. And we're really excited about where things are headed. And we hope to get back to a more normal schedule soon. And we're still figuring out what that looks like exactly. Tell me again what you were sharing uh, off mic just a little bit earlier <laughs> uh, about why KZMU played a role for you in even being here? 
Yeah, that's true. I was talking earlier about how hearing KZMU news before I decided to move to Moab from Boston years ago, uh, it was a big, I mean, it wasn't the reason I moved here, but, you know, knowing that Moab had a radio station with a news department, I was like, okay, this place is legit. I work in radio. I would, I appreciate a place that values radio programming, radio news. It was exciting for me. And it's also something that has been said to me by other people in the community. I know a couple people who have also not moved to Moab because of KZMU, but it's been something that they can put in their back pocket and just remember, you know, oh, okay, Moab has this thing? Like, that's really cool. I wonder what else it has to offer. Thank you. I think, you know, that sort of signifies, like, what we're doing well as a radio station, too, which is um, being reflective of our community and also being a place where people can feel connected. Um, even though like the airwaves are so ethereal, right? We don't like exist <laughs> except in the airwaves. Um, but even this, though it's terrestrial, it is, yeah, right? it's great. Right. <laughs> we are like a gathering space, and it is like a community touchstone. So mm. that's something that Emily and I keep in mind in our reporting as well. And um, I think the whole station right now is keeping in mind as we work together to form a new vision. So, well, before we. Uh, Hop off the topic of news. I just want to say that uh, it did take an awful long time in KZMU's history to sort of prep the soil for this wonderful, uh, you know, life-giving tree of information to even sprout. Uh, it took the better part of 30 years to do. Mm. Daily news was something that was just a little bit out of reach because of its resource-intensive nature. It takes kind of a dedicated, it's a job all by itself. Uh, and for ever so long, that just wasn't possible. So a lot of slow and steady growth made it so. Uh, and when the sort of recombobulation of how time is spent is being undertaken in the planning process. Um, I guess I just don't know that everybody understands how much time it takes to do a daily program. Emily and I were just um, putting out, like we just broke down how long it would take to do eight episodes. Yeah, was it eight episodes? Yes. Yeah, 10 minutes each, eight you know, stories. And we were just doing that breakdown. And that was like, what, 300 hours. So no. we, yeah, we, we, we rarely do that. But, um, you know, kind of looking ahead like that, but it, it does take a lot of um, time and investment from, you know, research to uh, field interviews to audio production, all of that. So yeah. not to mention getting it right. Yeah, yeah, not to mention getting it right, which is um, incredibly important. It's its own discipline. Right. I thank you so much for doing what you're doing. Are there some stories that you want to highlight that you're working on right now before I turn to Adam? So I'm working on, um, this is taking me forever, probably longer than 300 hours, Christy. Um, I'm working on a very ambitious audio diary that's going to uh, air hopefully next week um, about Cataract Canyon. Mm. My uh, shout out to Meg Flynn and Mike Dehoff who took a recorder down Cataract uh, five times last year. Yeah, they took a recorder down on their trips and I waded through all of the audio and I'm putting it together as a radio special um, so we can learn about Cataract Canyon with Meg and Mike who study it for the Returning Rapids Project. So that's coming up. Cool. <laughs> Lovely, very exciting. Thank right. you. And Maybe next week? May, yeah, ideally next week, Christy. Hold me to it. Okay. Hold I me will. to it. I will. 
<laughs> and um, shout out to Emily because Emily just worked on uh, a great three, potentially four part series about um, a cold case in Moab. A cold case. Yeah. So some of you might have heard it live. It hasn't been published online yet, but um, we are working on a series about the murder of Ann Woodward that happened in the 1970s <gasps> that has been reopened by Moab police recently. Yes, New evidence was found and the chances of that case being solved are pretty high. So uh, maybe you caught it live. That was kind of a teaser, but it's going to be polished up and published online soon. That is a mic dropper in <laughs> Moab's history. That is very exciting. I Thank you, Emily. And you can see how it is that somebody who's doing, say, volunteer coordination or working with the engineering doesn't have time to do that kind of story in their spare change, right? <laughs> so, Adam Pican, thank you so much for coming up here today. Say hi to everybody. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me, Christy. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Now... For people that may not know so much about you, give us the briefest about how it is that you wound up here. This was not maybe plan A, and if so, this is just a classic KZMU story. <laughs> Ended up in at KZMU? Well, Moab or, and then KZMU. Yeah, yeah. Um, I originally came to Moab through Outward Bound and, and climbing for uh, my own things, but... Um, very soon turning into the radio because my couple uh, tapes in my my car got old um <laughs> you know i was i was just blown away by like wow what is this creation that's happening over the airwaves that's like right here in the small town in the middle of nowhere sort of center everything though um so i that just planted a seed in the back of my mind and um yeah lived in moab about 10 years since then and um yeah something just germinated in the last couple of years and like you need to get more involved so coming in as a DJ and then helping out with some of the jukebox things and then amidst some changes and oh this helping out with the beautiful crew of, of volunteers and people we have here is needed so stepping into that well need is one of these words right like you can see to do it well it, you don't have to be here long uh, on staff to realize all the different moving parts and the kind of elegant interplay of uh, yeah it's sort of like playing ball uh, with a really small team, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm very grateful for the team we have here. Like, the staff, the community, man, we're blessed. And so you're doing uh, a sort of not strictly volunteer coordination. What are we calling this? An engagement? <laughs> Good question. What are we I kind of just made the title up. Volunteer but, uh, coordinator. Yeah. Uh, but, but the people end of it, the program, the public-facing, uh, reaching out, and uh, maybe even there's a training piece helping with DJs, right? Yeah, definitely. We just brought on, in the process of bringing on four new DJs and some new shows and, and more on the way. So, yeah, exciting to bring bring new folks into the fold. And do you want to go ahead um, and use a little bit of time to invite people to an upcoming training or just say keep your eyes peeled, your ears? Yeah, we don't have an upcoming coming training yet we just did one last week we do about one per month uh, and then it's kind of on a per person basis after that but stay tuned uh, for next month and if you're interested in becoming a dj or becoming more involved there's on the website the form is working again um, go to kzmu.org uh, and then go to music and then become a dj uh, and you can fill that out and i'll get right back to you and yeah we could we could start seeing how to 
get you on the air and, and being creative out here. Uh, what do you have to say about the value of variety of programming? The value of variety. Oh. <laughs> it's valuable. <laughs> it's valuable. Christy always makes me speechless. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me think about that. This is good. This is good. Um, I mean, I in mean, your own listening habits, uh, you were saying, what's this I'm listening to? Was yeah. it partly the I mean, just being, being surprised and inspired about all that's out there, you know? Um, a lot of beautiful things can come about in, in isolation and in connection, right? And, and we got a little bit mix of that both here in Moab. And yeah, I've, I've just always valued how eccentric, how eclectic, how varied the music programming can be, but also the way everybody chooses to live their life here in Moab. You know, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, and it's fitting that that should be reflected in our airwaves too. Perfect, perfect. Sometimes when people uh, call in or get in touch and they're from elsewhere, like it was literally right before I turned on the mic for this show, which, by the way, is this week in Moab. It's uh, 20 minutes into the hour of 5 o'clock, and we're speaking with Borden staff, having a bit of a state of the station digest. Uh, and, okay, so the phone is ringing. I'm like, oh, I got it. I got the 30 seconds. We'll let Sharon Jones take it for a second. And it is Luke Bear. Do I know Luke Bear? No. He says, I'm calling from West Virginia. Hi, Luke. He says, look, I just need to tell you, I listened to, can you give a message to Blaine, Blaine Reininger, from the History Hour? Uh, I said, well, sure, I can scribble that down. And he says, you tell him uh, that I'm a listener from West Virginia, and I really appreciate how he did the portal story and everything that went into that. I said, that almost jerks a tear, I'll just brag on you on the air here presently, <laughs> which I am. Uh, but one of the reasons I bring it up is because I go, Luke, how did you find out about KZMU? What's the story? You're in West Virginia? He says, well, I love Moab so much, and I've loved it for so long, and we're there whenever we're there. But there was one trip where we became, you know, introduced to KZMU, and it's one of five stations around the country that I listen to every day because it's just that varied mm -hmm. and interesting. And I care about Moab and that station, your station, this station, does a really good job about um, telling the story of place. And so that's for all y'all that people really do call up from everywhere and they consider Moab their home that way. Um, and so thanks to Luke and Blaine, if you're listening, good job, man. Another another form of the programming that happens. Now, okay, we're gonna make sure that these board members have a chance. Thank you so much for coming up today and for the uh, kind of unsung job of being a board member, being the chair, especially in a time of uh, change that's necessary for some leadership. Uh, one of the reasons why this kind of revisioning and uh, sort of reformation is happening uh, is partly because of the lever of money. And Neil, maybe it's a, a good moment to turn to you and say, okay, it's the job of the board to oversee these things. There was a moment 
that must have been pretty stark. Uh, we're in a better position than a lot of stations are. Start me there. Why is that? Yeah, okay. The money, the fun thing to talk about, right? Yeah. Well, big picture, KZMU is is in a good place financially. We are unique in the world of community radio in that we don't have a lot of debt and we have a lot of savings. And that's that's an unusual situation. It's a great situation for us to be in. Um, that's the big picture. The issue we're dealing with, as you've heard, the staff and the board have been in discussions about the structure of the station and the budget and how we're going to get everything lined up. And, you know, that's that's an outgrowth of a number of things. But primarily 2023 was a tough year. It was a tough year for nonprofits across the board. And, and KZMU is not an exception in that way. Um, so we're in this process. We're at this point in time where, you know, it's it's been stressful. It's been hard. People have been working a lot. Um, it's also exciting. Um, I think if we can do this right, I think everyone in here would agree if we do this right, it's going to put the station in a great place moving forward. It's going to allow us to better serve our community of DJs and our listenership um, and allow us to address some longstanding issues we've had at the station with infrastructure and with uh, just needs that, that weren't getting met for one reason or the other. So uh, it's been hard, uh, but it's it's a, it's a good... I like the direction we're going. If we can get this worked out, it's exciting. And, um, you know, the big picture message, I think, is, you know, KZMU is not going anywhere. Financially, we're okay. We just have to figure out an annual budget that gets us to a place where we're not required to draw down that savings. That's not uh, that's not balanced and that's not sustainable. We just have to figure that out. And that's what, uh, fortunately, we're all working together collaboratively to, uh, to figure out what works for everyone in the station. Thank you so much for doing that voluntarily, Neil. It's such a big responsibility. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Uh, Sam, Sam Fenwetter, you got involved as a board member when? Uh, April of last year. So I'm less than a year into this tenure. Okay, so you hopped right in, and it was like, okay, frying pan, that's a lot of fun. Hopped right in. Yeah, it's been fun listening to uh, everyone reflect on their introductions to KZMU and the way that uh, we have all found ourselves part of the fabric of this station, you know, sometimes by accident, sometimes by really canny recruitment. (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure I was cannily recruited, but... Uh, I was glad to step in and and uh, be of service to a station that I, I loved. And uh, this is really the first board service I've done. I'm I'm really pleased to have, you know, some space in my life to devote to uh, KZMU. And um, I think Celia will touch on this, too. But um, board board service is cool. It's it's cool <laughs> to have some ownership. It feels really empowering to uh, problem solve and and get together with folks who who are united in a vision for what this station is and can be and and has been for a really long time, as 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 you've said. Um, so it, it it feels like a yeah, it feels like a great responsibility in all senses of the term. And are you getting feedback from around the community? People know that you're on the board. Do you get that little virtuous feedback loop when people go, how come no, you know, uh, Tahitian gamelan music? Right. Does it contribute to my clout? Is that the question? (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes. I I feel. Do you feel like. I feel very. Even bigger. Sam. That's that's right. Yeah. Uh, standing on the shoulders of this wonderful station. Well, I you know, I, I think sometimes folks are surprised 
at my involvement uh, or 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 they don't know it off the top of their head. Mm. Um, but it's and, and I think that's some of the empowerment is to be able to um, chime into conversations with uh, resources that KZMU can offer to folks. You know, they're like, oh, I, I, I just don't know how to get the word out about this event or or I don't know, uh, you, you know, uh, what's going on at the museum. Any any sort of these questions that I think KZMU does a really good job about um, tying it all together. And uh, if you're a regular listener, you might know these things already, but if you just drop in occasionally, it might be a surprise to you. So, uh, so yeah, the board service has, has enabled me to uh, speak with authority on these things that I, I care about related to KZMU. Um, and also, yeah, in, engage in my community a little bit deeper in that way. People care a lot about KZMU, don't they? Mm. For good reason. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Sam. Thanks a lot. Um, you would recommend then? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I. You know. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Become a board member. Yeah. And if you know, if uh, if you're a uh, if you're looking for a way to fill some of your time, if you have special skills sitting unused in your back pocket, you know, maybe you were a CFO of a of a global corporation, and uh, and, and and you're and you're wondering how you can how you can uh, you know bring it locally. Um, um, to bear, uh, or, or if, or if, you know, you're, you're just interested in the way that, um, community radio is, is a tool for, for building and connection. Um, I, th I think there's, there's space to, uh, hone skills and also showcase skills that you might already have, uh, with board service. And that's true for many nonprofits in our fine town. It sure is. And in community radio, it can bring out, uh, Strictly out of need, out of the necessity, you go, well, I guess what? I do know how to uh, work with kids and crayons, and today that's what's needed. Sure. Uh, <laughs> it, it really does, if you're ever bored by, you know, not enough variety, this is another place where you can, uh, you know, take care of yourself that way, I think. I think that's right. Thank you. Uh, Celia Alario. You go back as a DJ to easily 13 years ago, something like this. It was right about the time that we made the important choice at KZMU to say, we're going to take over 24 hours worth of our airwaves. So I think I came in right after uh, Bab's delay, or maybe not right after, but fairly soon after. When we took the KRCL training wheels off. Yeah. and It was a big deal. Yep. Yep, and part of what I did actually was hold down a little bit of those Thursdays, 9 to 12, after um, another great departing board member who I want to give a shout-out to, Sally Hodges, Sally Hodges, uh, and um, and her radio partner at the time stopped doing their morning show. Odd I took Bins. A little odd Bins, there you go. Long live. Yep, yep. And you decided just recently, you know, I think I have time to come back around to KZMU and serve in this other way. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a real pleasure. I, I'm so thrilled about it because you are the energizer bunny if ever, <laughs> ever there was. And so your enthusiasm and background working in radio uh, and, and in all kinds of realms in the Moab community, talk about multi-talented, we can use so many things. You wanted to say something specific, though, about... Things that are coming up on the horizon and um, 
maybe give people a little bit of a background about why you're doing this now. Sure, absolutely. And, you know, like Sam, uh, I just really want to encourage people who haven't thought about board service. If this is something that you think you might be interested in, you don't have to have experience. You know, I was lucky because I worked in nonprofits starting in my 20s and I started then serving on boards. But even if you've never heard of what a board does in a nonprofit setting, if this is something that's interesting to you, you know, we, you can volunteer your time and we'll we'll train you. And, you know, there's a, a little bit of sort of wonky nonprofit speak. We're a governance board and not a working board. And that's just a fancy way of saying that you know, the staff and the management and that you were hearing from earlier and others, those are the folks that run the station day in, day out. We get to help guide. We get to walk alongside them and help think big picture and help support things like fundraising and outreach and other things. But the the opportunity is to think big picture. And I think if you care about anything that's going on in the community, one of the most important ways that you can affect change that ripples out is to jump in and support regional rural community radio and community media in general. So if, you know, what's important to you is the future of women and girls in the community, what's happening to the land, how we recreate, all of these things can be uh, impacted by supporting and guiding this incredible service, which then in turns informs, entertains, does all those things that you mm -hmm. mentioned at the top that are part of the mission. And so I really just want to encourage people who are even at all thinking about this, you can email BOT, which stands for Board of Trustees, BOT at KZMU.org. And, you know, it's um, a varied time commitment. We're all doing a, a whole lot more right now. But, you know, as we come through some aligning of um, vision, values, and, and roles and budget, as, as Neil was talking about, uh, you know, it's volunteer role that isn't, um, you know, a, a huge part because we are a governance board, a huge part of your of your month, but it could make a huge difference. So I really want to encourage people to play. And, you know, the other thing is that that we've talked today, you know, Adam talked about becoming a DJ. We're talking about joining the board. And then there's um, also going to be coming up close to Radiothon, a survey that we're going to do uh, to do some outreach. That's another way that you can get involved. Uh, and, you know, just continuing to to participate that we have monthly meetings for the board of trustees. You can come and check those out if you want. And there'll be some info online about that. Well, I'm really so glad to uh, have you bring that up, Celia, because we talk a lot about our visioning for the uh, better service, especially in our new, brand new 90.7. I'm sure we'd love to have some more uh, participation from people that live specifically in that listening zone down in San Juan County, whether on the board or on the air. And uh, so it's this context of a kind of a, a changing listenership, a time of a changing community. We're trying to serve the community, but we need to hear from the community so we know what those listening needs are. People can find that uh, probably on the website by Radiothon Time. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And, you know, the, um, the, the other thing that I just wanted to mention about board service is that if you feel like you might be too busy now, get in the queue. Come and talk to one of us and jump in in three months, in six months, in a year, in two years. It seems to be, I, I know people who are on boards and, and they're really busy on a lot of boards. And so, you know, keep up if you're, as you're getting ready to rotate off, come on. And again, if you've never done this work before, but you're looking for a really powerful way to contribute to the community, um, we'd love to have you. Thank you. 
it is sort of the antidote. You know, the state of the station exists in this larger context at this moment, a media landscape that's undergone this giant shift in the wake of online migration, audience fragmentation brought about by the Internet era. And yet we do find that there is some kind of community that exists. Well, like we were just saying, it, it exists actually on people's uh computers in West Virginia, all over, <laughs> all over the world, there are Moabites that are, uh, you know, tuned to this thing called the Four Corners region and this listenership. So, uh, yeah, it is a news desert in a lot of places, and we're lucky to have who we have. Is there anything else that any of you want to say, a message of hope and peace, uh, <laughs> a reminder of the dates of Radiothon. Oh, I know what we're gonna get. We're gonna get some words from our new interim general right. manager in here. Let's Excellent. do it. But before we do, I, I can't believe in a room full of newsy political types, no one has said it. But since we're talking about the state of the station, I feel like someone should say the state of the station is strong. Isn't that how they always do it in D.C. when they do the state of the nation? <laughs> and, and we all stand and applaud for a while, right? Yeah, so we'll applaud for Maqueda, who is about to share a little bit about her experience doing this work, right? <laughs> thank you, board and staff. Carry on. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. All right, so we're going to speak then. We're going to turn to Maqueda, the new and interim station manager. I am thrilled to speak with Maqueda Barkley, the interim station manager, the general manager of KZMU, new to the job, but not new to KZMU or to Moab or even to the arts community here in Moab. Uh, Maqueda, thank you so much. Of course. Yeah, for saying yes to this this job of, of kind of steering the ship, good ship KZMU. Tell people who may not know much about it, introduce yourself. Yeah, my name is Maqueda Barkley. I um, was previously working for the Moab Folk Festival as the assistant director there, so some of you may know me from that. Um, I also was at the Mark many years ago, several years ago, and that was um, another place that somebody might know me from. But uh, I've lived in Moab for about seven years now, and I love this community. I've been involved in the arts for my entire career, and it's part of my personal life as well. And yeah, I just think KZMU, being up here at KZMU is such a nice opportunity to plug into another little corner of the community. Actually, quite a big corner. There are so <laughs> many people that uh, are DJs and then the family and friends of the DJs or even the kinds mm -hmm. of programming and flavors that they bring. Uh, it, it really does uh, show different facets of the community. You get to meet so many people. It's so great, true. isn't it? Yeah, it's been fantastic. And so you say it's been part of your life all your life. Uh, give us the quick and dirty about how you got to Moab. Um, grew up in Iowa. I, as a child, did lots of art in high school, did lots of art, went to school for art. Like Decorah, Des Moines? Decorah. I went to Luther College in Decorah. You did? Fantastic. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, great school. Um, Bob, the engineer, actually up here is also a Luther alum. Mm -hmm. Kind of a funny little connection. But yeah, I graduated the degree in art there with a focus going into arts administration I worked, you know, several internships through college at art centers and various arts organizations in the Midwest and then moved out to Moab to go climbing 
and kind of see where the road took me. And I ended up circling back to the arts by getting a job at the Mark as the assistant director there. And then, like I said, that turned into a gig with the Folk Festival. And now here we are. Well, it sounds like you are no stranger to navigating changing waters and what a perfect time for you to be here, an exciting time for you to be here. Uh, Radio, uh, a bit new for you then, Mm -hmm. but you have been doing some shows up here for a little bit, haven't you? Yeah, I think I started my show in May of 2023. I started doing a show up here. I've been wanting to do one for a long time, but finally felt like I had the capacity. And that was really special. Um, yeah, and I still do it. And so tell me what you love most about the Moab community and having a chance to serve them through being the GM here in Termway. I think compared to a lot of communities, this small community has such a strong spirit. And, you know, folks in this community want to support each other and support the organizations that are doing the work people want to see. And so, you know, working at KZMU, it's something that everyone has a little bit of an investment in or ownership over because you turn on the radio dial and you hear your friends on the radio or you hear an event that you're interested in seeing or going to on the radio or, you know, you hear a kid that you know doing the word of the day. And I just, yeah, it brings everybody together. And so I think that's, yeah, really important. And Thank you. Thank you so much. So let's see, do we want to say anything else about, uh, we've got a whole evening planned here on This Week in Moab, talking to the various staff and board members about this last interesting period of time of uh, D and recombobulating with the vision. I'm sure that you're uh, available to members of the community (laughs) if they have questions or if they have ideas about the trajectory and uh, what they find most important about KZMU. What is the best way for people to reach you? Yeah, my email up here is uh, maketa at kzmu. That's spelled M-A-K-E-D-A at kzmu.org um, or station manager at kzmu.org. Um, I'm usually up here in the afternoons. You can swing by or, uh, yeah, shoot me an email, and I will definitely get back to you. Thanks so much, maketa Of course. Thanks, Christy. Thanks, Christy.